0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Life and Essay podcast. Sorry about the last couple of weeks. I was out with an injury. Couldn't be able to record. But right now, we do have a, well, special Thanksgiving episode entitled The State of the WWE, What is Going On with That Company. And of course, it's my other co-host, Richard. Hey, Richard, how you doing, man? Hello, Jose. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Thank you. So, last time we talked, we were talking about you know our wrestling experi you know our wrestling experiences and everything. So, hope you know some people caught it. Oh, and to our uh, German listeners, guten Tag, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. This will be. Uploaded in our uh, um, Thanksgiving. So, uh, sort of a Thanksgiving gift for everybody. So, let's just get started with the state of the WWE. As many people have known by now or not. But, the WWE has released over 80. Yes, in total 80 wrestlers and along with personnel. Uh, This has been kind of bizarre richard if if you uh were keeping up uh the most recent the most recent ones that are shocking to me at least are uh John Morrison, Nia Jax, Hiro which i believe were just drafted to smackdown last month and only to be released last week. But the biggest shocker of them all is Bray Wyatt Wendem Rotunda he was released yeah. The Fiend they released The Fiend out of all people Braun Strowman as well throw him in that mix Aleister Black throw him into that mix I mean Richard I mean I just want to know Richard what in the hell is going on with the WWE do you have any idea what's going on over there I know it's budget cuts but this is like way too much to be budget cuts
1: technically it's is, um, I would say, this is the biggest conspiracy theory of, 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 of all this that's happening. Uh, for, for for one, is that um, you know, like releasing over eighty of them in total, like that. That's 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 record breaking right there. This has never happened like this. Over the years, if not decades like this, you know, they cannot say that this is because uh, the talent, they, they basically wanted to, they rejected the vaccine mandates or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think it has something to do with, of course, the chairman of himself, that's Big Man. There's a reason behind this. This is, uh, what I think is starting with NXT.
0: Oh my god. NXT 2.0 the black and yellow brand, we are not your kind is now spin art. And I don't know what the theme song is, I don't want to know. But yes, do go, uh, but proceed. Yes. Yeah, obviously it's a
1: yeah, it's a rap song. Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, what I think is it's it's just uh, Vincey doesn't like uh, talent that's over thirty. Mm-hmm. He only prefers talent that's under twenty.
0: Oh, you mean? I mean, you mean under thirty that's jacked and built.
1: Yes, like that. Yes, and unfortunately, and another thing too is. What he's doing basically is getting rid of Triple H's handpicked talent because those are those are his talent. Since now Triple H is no longer is no longer in power anymore, now Vince has the power to do so. And now what he's doing now, he's just erasing all his his handpicked talent. And on top of that, the major low blow of them all is making Samoa Joe make it the NXT championship. And this is basically a way of sending him home on, just like the rest of them. And with this, is because this is quite simple. It's because that uh, he does not see money in him.
0: Not and, a big draw, yes.
1: And because it feels like he's overweight, you know, and of course what, what Scott Steiner would say, he's fat, like that. <laughs> yeah. And they, and he just doesn't see, you know, that he doesn't want to want him to be like the, the top guy like that, you know, to, to carry on the brand like that. So therefore, he just um send him home and then just... Bank the title away from him like that. And then he just gave it to uh Tomasa Ciampa, I believe. Yeah. Wow. I mean and the, and the, and the reason, another two is a recent one, uh when I was talking about the, the age gaps as well. Mm-hmm. Like Vince he does not like um you know talent that's on like over thirty or so like that. And then, and of course, the one is over thirty, like over thirty-eight years old, is um, is uh, Taya Bakery.
0: Oh yeah, who was known as uh yes uh Mrs. Uh, John Morrison, who was released in the I think yeah it was released uh before they released John Morrison, yeah. also
1: known as Frankie Mummy.
0: Frankie Monet, yeah, so I was gonna say, like, yes, yeah. also known as Frankie Monet, but I said Mrs. John Morrison, because obviously they are married, which I did yeah. not know, I didn't even know they got together, I know they met while they were in, uh, Lucha Underground, and then, uh, they were in yeah. Impact together, I didn't even know they officially got married, you know, I, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and, uh, this, this is, like, this is really bizarre, like, why, why would you wanna release, one of the spouses. Well, actually, there was another couple that got released as well. Carrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. Also another couple that got released as well.
1: Yeah, both of them as well.
0: Yeah. Go right there. I mean, you would think that... That they would keep Scarlett Bordeaux... Knowing that... I mean, how she looks and everything. Um, You'd think they would keep her, but... No, and of course... There's Eva Marie, which you know she'll be back like about like next week, next month or so. She always comes back, always resigns. And then of course she came back in a bad time, which they completely no didn't know what the hell what to do with her.
1: And then they just put in this this pointless you know storyline with a, a feud against uh, Alexa Bliss
0: which obviously went nowhere. If you've seen the Botchamania on YouTube, uh, they always do that, what is it, that fucking bullshit. And they always like have Eva Marie trip, which that's always hilarious because we know what type of uh, character and what type of joke WWE has turned her into.
1: Yeah, it's just completely ridiculous.
0: It is, and I've seen, uh, and, I, and I do follow uh, Eva Marie on Facebook, and it's... It, She's totally, like, different. I mean, this girl has brains. She's smart. But when in WWE, she's not all that bright. And that's what's kind of, like, insulting to me, knowing that, hey, even Marie has... No, she, she's a good businesswoman. She's, you no know, smart. She's talented. But in WWE, it's like, oh, hey, she's just another... Another dumb bunny, you know. what I mean, and that's like, oh, that's that's. Now I'm starting to see a clear picture here of what of how they're using Eva Marie. Yeah.
1: And it's just, it's just really, really, you know, it's a weird time right now with WWE, uh, what they're going through with these supposedly budget cuts
0: the budget cuts uh the what are they going to do for 2K22 that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking because uh i've seen the memes where it's like oh another uh they release another batch of talent and the wwe 2k creators are looking at them like what like what like what are you doing you know you're not going to have anybody left you know uh, For the game, you know, for the upcoming uh 2K22 game, which I think is going to be released in March, I believe.
1: Another thing, too, is when you get the game, you're going to see over 80 of those talent in the game or so. And then you're going to say, like, all these talents of, of these superstars in the game, they're all gone from the company.
0: Every, yes, like, you're going to be like, who, like, The Fiend is the most popular one, of course. Yeah,
1: and plus, he was also the number one best-selling, uh, merchant, when it comes to merchandise.
0: Yes, I mean, that's what, that's what's puzzling, because, like, oh, it's budget cuts. And remember when CM Punk said 10 years ago, when he says, you know why Vince McMahon is not a billionaire, he's just a millionaire, and then that's when he got cut off. But now I'm starting to believe, like, okay, what's with the budget cuts? You know, I mean, I thought Vince McMahon had money. I thought there was ticket sales. I thought there was merchandise sales. Now that they released the fiend, it's like, okay, well, there goes your moneymaker right there. There goes your, like, their merchandise. Uh, there goes your viewership because I think people stay. You know, they um, tune in to see, you know, the fire. You know, the Firefly Funhouse, and then it turns into the fiend, and everything, and then you just. Uh, then you just release them because Vince McMahon and Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, have different uh, point, you know, different creative viewpoints. And I think that's what led to Bray Wyatt's release because Vince could not agree and could not uh, give in to uh, what uh, Bray Wyatt has in store for The Fiend. In other words, he didn't want to give Bray Wyatt any creative control. Whatsoever, and I think that's sad because I mean, that was his creation. And Vince McMahon couldn't, like, well, you know, hey, you no, know, can you make him like this? Can you make him like that? No, and now it makes sense when you have the little Vince de- uh, devil puppet. Now it makes a lot more sense. Now,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and it's just really, uh, it's like, oh my gosh, like. And and I remember I told you this. I told you this years ago, Richard. I told you this years ago. Like, what if Vince McMahon one day just, you know, one Monday Night Raw, just doesn't doesn't matter what location, doesn't matter where, and says, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last night of Monday Night Raw. This is, like, this is it. Like, there will be no SmackDown. There's not going to be an upcoming show. Like, this is it. You know, yeah. like, just out of nowhere, you know, and, you know, There's no big send off, no big celebration, you know, like nothing. Like it it just happened, like on the fly. Like you turn into Monday Night Raw, and you just see Vince McMahon in the middle of the ring. You see all the what's left of the talent, like everybody, uh, on the Raw stage, saying like, you know, this is it. You know, gather up everybody, gather, you know, whoever's on SmackDown, get them over to Raw. We're this is it. You know, like this is completely it. Like this is the last Monday Night Raw. Started off with Raw, now we're gonna end. With Raw. You the question
1: is, is. Can they even make it to the 30th anniversary of Raw?
0: That's another thing, Richard. I mean. And another thing too. What, and I was telling. And I was talking to my dad earlier about it. Like, hey. What happened with Shane McMahon? When he says. Oh, uh, WWE is you know. Uh, we have to carry it on for. We have to carry the McMahon name going forward. You know, the future. You know. With McMahon. With, uh, with Shane's sons. And then, all of a sudden, Shane McMahon is no longer involved in WWE anymore. Yeah. Now that's oddly suspicious. Why would he? Why would he make such a big deal about this five years ago in 2016? Fight about it at at WrestleMania 32 with uh, with the Undertaker and Hell in the Cell. And all of a sudden, like, oh, hey. Um, you know, WWE is going to be, you know, the future. You know, like my my children are going to inherit the WWE. You know, in the near future. Now, of son, he he's no longer involved in the company now.
1: Yeah, and not even his son-in-law either. Yeah. But basically, he does not want nobody to be in power. Just him.
0: Just, just old Vinny Mac. Just,
1: just him, you know yeah and this is for reasons why that everybody us included that we were basically turned off from WWE because it's just going downhill into like a basically having like basically like a a crisis I know and even the way the way they are uh, the way the shows are like that it's like they're having like an identity crisis. They don't know. They don't know what to be anymore.
0: Exactly, and and I and I used to watch SmackDown uh, only because like SmackDown was was good before the draft. You know, I would always watch because I mean there was Finn Balor, and of course I'm I'm a I have a big you know huge crush on Carmella. You know me, and I like the story with her and. Uh, Bianca Belair. I was really invested in that, and then you added Sasha Banks into the mix. You added Becky Lynch into the mix. Uh, it, it was it was really fun, you know. And I and I got really invested, especially like I mentioned the uh, Carmella and Bianca Belair feud. I was really invested in that. Then the whole Roman Reigns, uh, Finn Balor, John Cena. About you know from months ago, I was really invested in SmackDown. I really was, and. Now with the draft, you know, they moved all the, you know, like who I used to see over to Raw and SmackDown just got just the scraps. All they got was just Drew McIntyre and everybody's just like, what? And 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 this is really like, like ridiculous
1: and stupid is that there was like a couple of them that were drafted, but they were still on the same show.
0: Yes, I was like, well, that didn't make any how sense." Would
1: they, how would they screw that up? That has never happened this way.
0: No, it was like, like uh, they did it all. They they really messed it up because there, you know, you had Adam, whatever the hell his name is, and then you had Sonya Deville, uh, or saying, you know, like, oh, you know, it's sh- it's supposed to be like, oh, Raw draft somebody from SmackDown, and then somebody from Raw is drafted to SmackDown. And then a uh, wild card would be a uh, NXT member. And now they're like, oh, well, they're actually, uh, somebody is staying on SmackDown. Somebody is staying on Raw. That's not how it works. You're supposed to swap one for another.
1: And also, speaking of swapping, they even swapped both Charlotte and Becky.
0: See, how did they mess that up?
1: No, yeah, and they swapped each other's
0: championships without even a match they just did it and then they fought later at survivor series yeah which i gotta make a comment on that i mean becky lynch if this was 2016 2017 what she was wearing oh my god i would have been like yes that's what i'm talking about but but oh my god i mean you're a mother you're you're married to that weasel weenie Seth Rollins, which I will get to later. I mean, can you wear decent ring attire? Like I mentioned, if you were single and she was wearing that, I mean, that that would get pretty exciting. But as I was seeing Car- uh, Carmela, not Carmela, I mean, I, like, I, I love Carmela, but seeing Becky Lynch in that onesie thong, that did not, I mean, I was like... Uh, no, like I mentioned, you're a mother, you're pregnant. I mean, is this is the right example you want to set for your your young child. Like, oh, I'm gonna watch Survivor Series, you know. I mean, my mom was on Survivor Series 20, no, 2021. Oh my gosh, what is my mom wearing? You know, I mean, is that a good example to set? I mean, Charlotte looked decent, Becky did not, and that was and that was a big problem that I had with Survivor Series. Like I mentioned, if Becky Lynch was if this was 2016. I wouldn't mind at all Becky Lynch wearing that, but right now I do mind because, I mean, you're trying to set an example for your daughter, uh, your weasel weenie of a husband, Seth Rollins is like, oh my gosh. I mean, what? I mean, this is so out of place. I mean, it it really is. But going back to the task at hand, uh, then, of course, uh, speaking of that, Becky Lynch and Charlotte also uh, getting into real life scuffle backstage fight they're no longer friends
1: yeah and that right there that's really bizarre like how did this came about
0: how did it happen that's and how did this happen like that Are they i, I, think, I think trying to make us believe
1: that that um kayfabe is no longer a thing or if we really if kayfabe if it really is not a thing anymore
0: I know because I mean Make
1: we. That
0: this is real. I actually sort of believe what's go uh, what's going on because of the whole, the whole thing with Ric Flair, with the whole uh, dark side of the ring, the plane ride from hell. That's where it kind of all started because now they edit out Ric Flair. You know how WWE fans are just crazy about Ric Flair. They always go woo and everything, and well, not anymore. There's no more woo. They edit him out of the intro. So basically, they just like scrubbed Ric Flair out of existence. And I was reading an article earlier where Ric Flair stating that he's no longer going to go back to WWE. He's he's done for uh, officially with WWE. So he's never coming back to WWE. And of course, what's wrong with Charlotte is that now they're kind of like, I think kind of like going to screw Charlotte going forward. Meaning that she's not gonna be a sixteen or seventeen time women's champion. I think it's gonna stop right there and really. Um,
1: and it looks like uh, she's she's really not gonna be there much
0: longer, too. I don't I don't think so either. Uh, you know how every how everything is going on, and that's why I was like, "What the hell is going on in that company?" Yeah,
1: because the thing is, like, all their talent are are, are going. All of the basically disappearing now, and what's going to be left now?
0: Exactly, that's what I was saying. Like, I wouldn't mind if, like, I mean, I'm I wouldn't in. mind. Like, I wouldn't doubt that Vince McMahon is just going to show up on Monday Night Raw one of these days, and just you know, one of these weeks or something. Just like this is it. Like, you know, we can't. You know, we can't do this anymore. I mean, we're. You know, I know you know now then forever you know then now forever it's like well this is it you know all good things must come to an end and this is going to be the final Monday Night Raw we're just going to like this is it you know is um they have three shows and of course they have
1: all three of those shows have talents but if it comes to a a breaking point so to speak you know What if they were to just do away NXT 2.0 and SmackDown and then just combine all in one brand or which one particular show and
0: that's Monday Night Raw? That's that's the simple solution right there. Because the only thing that's good about NXT 2.0 is Mandy Rose. I mean, now she's the champion, but you can't, Mandy Rose can't carry nxt 2.0 going forward as much as i i too uh, i love i love mandy rose i love Carmella, but they can't put everything on mandy rose like i don't even care about the guys in nxt 2.0 i mean uh mandy rose is the one who's like really like i'm really solely invested in right now knowing that she has a knowing that she has a stable now with two other nxt talents you know, I mean, things are going ro- well for Mandy Rose. But like I mentioned, she can't carry that company going forward. She can't carry NXT going forward.
1: Yeah. And despite that they have all the, the gold, the championships. Yes. And uh, this is another thing, too, what I, what I heard about is... For the NXT 2.0 audience, I guess, they're appealing, um, like, uh, 20-year-old, uh, women to, uh, I guess, uh, the male audience.
0: Well, it's working, because I'm sold.
1: <laughs> yeah, then that's basically what's, 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 um... What's going on in the NXT 2.0? So, and this is the this is the reason why they got rid of, um, which is uh, Fakie Monae only because she's over, you know 38 years old. Being out that age, I mean, seriously, it's all about the age.
0: Because I mean, that has I mean, that, you know? yeah, like that has nothing to do with like with anything. But if so, if this is gonna be the case. I mean, why can't you know just be like talent alone? Well, if but if that's gonna be the case, then why do they have guys like Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, you know, still competing? If that if age is an issue, then why are they, and Undertaker's Undertaker's in his fifties. I mean, if if age is the issue, then why are they still there? Then why is Vince bringing them on to the Saudi Arabia shows? Yeah, but I see what you're saying is like they want to appeal to the male demographic which yeah i mean that works for me but with uh with Frankie monet like i don't really care you know like hey you know it's it's Taya valkyrie you yeah. know from lucha underground and impact and to me like i re- like i know and i remember and for them to like oh well she's old she's getting she's pushing 40 and i'm like it doesn't matter i mean she's <laughs> a famous. she's a beast yeah
1: the thing is I, I also like Taya valkyrie
0: also see like she has fans but really it's like they don't really see it that way and i'm like well they should see like okay well like guys i mean guys like mandy rose and i'm like well hell yeah obviously we do yeah but it's like that i mean like i mentioned she can't carry that whole company on her shoulders going forward like something's got to give that's why i'm like no and then they make nxt like the whole, you know, like I said, the whole spin art, uh art, you know, everything and really just like going forward, just like with the yeah, company it's, itself, like with WWE, it's like they're kind of tail spilling. And I've been saying this for many, many, many years, but I think this is the time that I think WWE is going to just like close up shop.
1: I would say this will be the final nail to the coffin yeah. John Cena, where to
0: leave? W-E. Well, he well he's already left. And now Roman Reigns is also thinking about going yeah. Hollywood as well. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, but Roman Reigns leaves, that's it. You know, yeah. and and that's another thing too about uh, Roman Reigns. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm really digging the whole uh, head of the table, you know, tribal chief uh, gimmick. You know his storyline, but if Roman Reigns leaves then that's it there's like okay then that that's when WWE is officially dead because they don't they don't have any new stars created not, not even Finn Balor not even Finn Balor even the whole disrespect from Seth Rollins which I was going to mention and
1: just because he's a Triple H guy
0: <laughs> yes and uh and, and and this and this happened again Seth Rollins I don't know what is it with Seth Rollins he keeps getting attacked by the fans and last Monday night on Raw he was attacked Yeah and, and that's all the two yeah And this and, then, and for anybody that's watched that watched WWE that has seen Seth Rollins since uh, the Shield days like post Shield when he was the architect He's been attacked by so many fans over the years.
1: They must really hate him.
0: I mean, I hate Seth Rollins as a heel, but it works on so many levels because he wants us to hate him, and it works. But for but for people to like jump the barricade and attack him, I mean, like, okay, he's going too far. Okay. I'm the type of fan that, like, I buy I buy into it. Like, yeah, you know, yes, we we hate you. Yes, boo, yes, we're idiots, you know, everything. But I'm not going to jump the barricade because of that. I mean, he's his character. He's just acting.
1: Yeah, and another thing, too, is where's security?
0: Falling asleep as well? Like, oh, well WWE officials are, like... Oh, now they're saying
1: what? Well, now they're having a uh, security shortage now?
0: Budget just cuts.
1: Just uh,
0: they're having a, a talent shortage? Budget cuts. Like, really?
1: Yes, budget cuts. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just calling them and that.
0: Mm. I know, it's, and it's like, yeah, I mean, and he just full-on wailed Seth Rollins. I mean, and, uh, you know, and I was just, and like I mentioned, I was talking to my dad earlier about, remember when, like, Back when Chris Jericho, back in 2002, when he was like the Undisputed Champ, and then all of this, you know, when he had, you know, the Gerotron 5000 with the highlight reel. And you know how Chris Jericho would call us ass clowns. He would call us jackasses, would call us idiots. But you know what? It worked. And why am I bringing this up? Because it worked. And Chris Jericho wants us to remember how much of a heel, how much of a bastard he really was. But you know what? It worked. It yeah. worked, and and Chris Jericho, yeah, he is the best at what he does, and and it's true because, like, how will I how am I remembering this if Chris Jericho didn't make such an impact, you know, on us back then, you know, back in the root uh, beginning of the ruthless aggression era, post Attitude era, uh, now ruthless aggression era, when he when you know when fans would say, oh, the hell with these fans, you know, screw the fans, you know, whatever, like yes, because these are characters. We're buying into the whole hero-villain scenario. That's what we're doing. But there's people that are taking it way too damn far. They're crossing the barricades and attacking the fan, uh attacking the, the talent. And that does not sit well with me. And that's kind of like putting me off. And I know that I've been in line with so many fans. And trust me, these uh, here in San Antonio we're like we're a little civil, but we're a little crazy, but we're not crazy enough to jump the barricade, you know I mean we we, we stay seated, but there's there's a lot of nutsos you know out there, you know that's yeah. just what they just want to jump the barricade like oh hey, I don't like I don't like Seth Rollins. I'm just gonna go up in here like hey I don't like Seth Rollins either, but I'm not gonna go cross the barricade hit him and be banned from the arena for future events. I mean it's not worth it to do that. <clears throat> By doing
1: so, that's
0: just being a moron. It is, and I'm just like, hey, just enjoy the show. If we're, if if they wanna call us a jackass, fine. If they wanna call us idiots, fine. If, you know, I mean, that's that's what they do. You know, that's what a heel does. That's what a villain does. They they belittle us, but that's a part of the show. They're making us a part of the show. But you don't have to go as far as just crossing the barrier. And that's what's wrong with WWE. Like, okay, like you just brought up, where's security? Where is security? They come too late. Remember back in the Hall of Fame when Bret Hart got attacked? Yes, that happened too. But you know what, Richard? But, but you know what, Richard? It's funny, though, because I'm bringing this up because it happened in Brooklyn. They had the Hall of Fame in Brooklyn where Bret Hart got attacked. And now... uh. Just recently, uh, a couple of nights ago, Seth Rollins again was a uh, Seth Rollins was attacked in Brooklyn, New York. So that's like the
1: second time this
0: happened. Yeah, this is the second time because Brett because it was a Hall of Fame and Bret Hart was attacked, and and I don't know if it's the same fan or it's a different fan, but I know I mean I'm not trying to you know uh, put down the people in Brooklyn, but I'm just stating the fact that that. This has happened in, one was the Hall of Fame where somebody, uh, a Brooklyn fan attacked Bret Hart. And now another Brooklyn fan attacked Seth Rollins. This is getting to be an odd coincidence where these people from Brooklyn are just attacking the talent. That's, you know, like I mentioned, I'm not putting down anybody from New York. No, I'm not putting that, but I'm stating the fact that these are two separate incidents, but they have the similar results. Yeah. They they're they're attacking the talent. Uh, what and what's the, you know what's the deal? I mean, is Vince gonna finally say like, okay, we're not gonna do any more Brooklyn shows. Uh, we're just gonna like just I don't know go somewhere else. We're not gonna come back to Brooklyn because obviously they're attacking our talent. Yeah, see
1: that's another thing too. That's another thing that um you know to be like a moron just to do that like that and then next they're no longer gonna be having um um shows like that anymore
0: exactly that's why here in san antonio we barely get any shows that's why we stay seated because we don't want to cause no ruckus i'm like dude we barely get events as it is here in san antonio that's why we stay seated yes that's why i'm like you know if you want to call us assholes fine call us assholes you want to call us idiots call us idiots but we're going to stay seated because we we're lucky that we're actually getting events you know and you know I'm glad that you're here you know and and and, and really this is just so like an un- and on current thing and of course what happened in Corpus Christi Seth Rollins again uh this time he was a face calling out Kevin Owens and then somebody just pushes him all because like oh like like it was because god told him to push Seth Rollins i mean you're just you're you're just a nut. You're just crazy, you know. And then of course another one too in Houston. Remember, like who was gonna team up with, uh, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns? Some random guy just showed up and just like, oh, I'm here with the Shield. No, security at the escort. I'm out. Yeah, you know, and and this is just this this is just utterly ridiculous. You know, like fans are just crossing the you know, crossing the barricades or they're, they're doing this. I mean. Like I mentioned, here in San Antonio, we don't do any of that because we barely get shows. We didn't even get the four shows from 2017. We didn't get Raw. yes. Yes. Everybody else gets it, like Houston, Brooklyn, Los Angeles, Miami. They get four shows. They get NXT TakeOver. They get... Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or Survivor Series, and then they get the Raw and SmackDown shows after 2017, all we fucking got was NXT and Royal Rumble, we never got Raw or SmackDown after, you tell me, is that fucking fair?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's so unfair. It's not, and I wanted to get that out there. That's why, like, when WWE goes out of business, I'm going to bring that up and say, good, because you didn't give us the four shows. You didn't give San Antonio the four shows. You gave everyone else four shows. You gave Dallas the four shows. You gave Houston the four shows. You never gave us four shows. You only gave us two shows. NXT, which was the better show, the Royal Rumble sucked. I didn't want Randy Orton to win the Royal Rumble. That fucking sucked. That was a middle finger to us.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And I was, and you know, and I left the Alamo Dome yeah. disappointed because I was like, you know, the, Randy Orton, are you fucking serious, really? Yeah, because as soon as he he won, we just we just got up and walked away. Yeah, because I, like, you know, like screw this, we're out of here. Yeah, because look, Royal Rumble '97, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, well, actually, it was Bret Hart, but Stone Cold Steve Austin won. So it was a Texan that won. 2007, The Undertaker won. A Texan, another Texan that won. Okay, well now you go to 2017. Who are the only Texans that were left? The Undertaker. He got eliminated by Roman Reigns. And after that, it just went all fucking downhill from there. Yeah. And it was down to Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. Like, oh, quick. Uh, If Roman Reigns wins, the Alamo Dome is going to erupt. Make Randy Orton win. We didn't erupt. We just went home just like what the fuck just happened. We didn't even see him point to the sign because of like, no, fuck you. We didn't even want to see that. Or even have Ray White win it. That would have been good. Yeah. Or at least James Ellsworth, he was in the Royal Rumble. I mean, that would have been fun. That would have been funny. But at yeah. least it was going to be someone new. But, this, but that Royal Rumble from 2017, I got it. That was so... Watered down. It wasn't, you know, like... I mean, it was fun being in the Alamo Dome. I mean, some of the matches were good, but the whole Royal Rumble itself...
1: Oh, another thing, too, yes. is, is... Remember, John Cena beat AJ
0: Styles. That would kind of ruin my night right there. Just to right. make John Cena surpass Ric Flair, who, was I just mentioned, scrubbed, er, scrubbed Ric Flair from existence. So, basically... John Cena just won for nothing, and this was four years ago. Yes. And yes, we were upset, but we didn't go out there and attack John Cena. No, because we know better. We know better, but the only time I wanted to go down was because there was empty chairs, and I wanted a Royal Rumble chair. Yeah. That was, like, the only time, like, okay, I went across the barricade, just to sit down and because there was nobody. It was close to it was close to the Royal Romo match. Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah, because uh, there was like a couple of um seats that Don't... were available. Yeah, because we were
0: like looking around like that and we realized it's really not full. No, it wasn't. And not even close to being full. And
1: and I, and I believe they were selling they were still selling tickets that night.
0: Yes, they were. And I got to say that the night before uh, NXT TakeOver San Antonio, that show, the Freeman Coliseum, we sold out. We fucking jammed the Freeman Coliseum. Yeah. We sold that event out. The Alamo Dome, there was empty seats. We're like, what the? You know, really is because I, I think people knew this was, you know, because I had such a great time that Saturday night. But then, you know, going to Sunday night was like, yeah, last night was better. Yeah. This night yeah. was, it just sucked. See, and the thing is too,
1: this was a big difference because NXT TakeOver San Antonio was kind of like a, uh, it was a full
0: show. Yes. I mean, like a, it was almost like a, like sold out almost like that. But then the World Rumble, not so much. No, uh, NXT it was sold out. It was it, uh, the whole Freeman Coliseum, the whole arena was full.
1: Yes, yes, and that's a big difference right there. That one was, was full, but the Royal
0: Rumble wasn't. It wasn't full, no, because we saw empty chairs, and I was like, man, you know, There was a Royal Rumble, and I was like, I just want to like, and I told, I told you, we're like. Dude, this is the Royal Rumble match. Like, let's go down. Like, let's go down. And nobody's gonna sit on those chairs. And that we're allowed to do that. If like yeah, it's already like close to the end. Security don't care. It's like, hey, you know what? Just sit down. I mean, if this was in the beginning, yeah, because I mean there's still people like going, you know, uh go uh, you know, coming in. But since it's already like the last uh the last uh, event of the night, like, oh, who gives a shit? You know, hey, you know, go go ahead. And I wanted to do that, but I'm like, nah, you know what, we'll just so I mean that's when we were pissed off because that's when uh, AJ Styles lost and we love AJ Styles. That's why we're like, no, nah, fuck it, just yeah. just stay in our seat. We'll stay in the seats right now. But we had good seats though because we saw who was coming out on the stage. So it was, you know, yeah, it, I couldn't complain. The,
1: yeah, like close to the the stage area. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's why I'm like, no, nah, you know what? Um, it but you know it was okay. I mean I had fun despite the shit show that happened after but yeah. i but i got to say and i haven't been back to a WWE event uh pre-pandemic and now post-pandemic i haven't even been to an event and plus
1: this was a first time seeing goldberg
0: yes oh my gosh it was such a treat i wanted goldberg to win that's why i was like dude what the hell yeah and he lives here in san antonio so he you know he lives so he's in the city, so that's why, Goldberg, if you're listening, we love you. Thank you so much. You know, you should have won the Royal Rumble. You should have. I was really counting on that. Yeah. But all in all, yeah. this was just, like. Yeah, it's, been, it's been so, it's been so
1: like um so weird you know what's been how it's gone downhill this level for years now
0: for years <laughs> and and earlier today I was watching uh some of the old stuff um I was watching uh Rebellion from 2001 before Survivor Series 2001 uh I was watching it and I'm like man you know and I just like watched the matches I was like You know, WWE, uh, team WWF World Wrestling Federation pre WWE, uh, versus the Alliance WCW ECW. And I was like, you know, and I watched and I was just watching, and it kind of like something clicked in my head like, man, this was this was great. Then I was watching uh, The Rock Know Your Role DVD, I was watching it, and then I was watching Stone Cold because Stone Cold said so. And also it came from, uh, they also showed the uh, Raw Rumble uh, 97 from the Alamo Dome uh, here in San Antonio as well. And I'm just thinking, man, like these were like the such good stuff, you know, it was it was such a wild ride until like the reformat in 2009. You know, post the Chris Benoit murders in '07, Then that's when it was reformatted in 2009 as the kids show.
1: And the wellness policy, which that, that was uh, a big take from Chris Benoit well.
0: Yeah, first they said it was like steroids, roid rage. And then they're saying, no, it was concussions. I'm like, well, which one was it? That's what really confused me. Back then, they first they said it was roid rage, that Chris Benoit had roid rage. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, no, he had concussions. Then that's when I was like, with CNN, like, well, which one was it? You yeah. said one thing and now you're saying another. And basically, and basically what it is,
1: like, they're just guessing.
0: It's like, if you want to know my take on it, just real quick, I just want to say, like, I don't think he committed the murders. I was thinking about that. Like, it was like, what was it? There was a drank like, somebody drank beer and wine. And when he did the toxicology reports, there was no alcohol in either of them's system. In either Chris Benoit's or Nancy's system. There was no alcohol in their system. So who drank the wine and who drank the beer? Answer me that. Yeah. So someone had to do it. Somebody had. And then they were saying that uh, Chavo was on the phone. Chavo Guerrero was on the phone with Chris Benoit. And he said that there was a struggle. That he went to answer the door. And there was like a struggle. And then all of a sudden the phone just went dead. That I do believe. I don't yeah. believe Chris, because Chris Benoit loved Daniel. He loved his son. Why would he do that?
1: Yeah, because we believe that he was
0: murdered. Yeah, people thought that, that he was the one that did the murder-suicide, and I'm like bullshit. But I do believe that, yes, Chris Benoit was depressed because of losing Eddie Guerrero. Hell, we were, we all were. We just couldn't get over the fact that Eddie Guerrero was gone. You know, yeah. like he like he died and, you know, uh, uh, like ironically, yeah, 2005, he died during this time, you know, November the 13th, 2005, he passed yeah. away. And yes, it was something to like, you know, it was very hard to process, even for me growing up as a fan who's been watching since 1998, I couldn't process the fact that Eddie Guerrero was gone. But we had to move on, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, he's gone, you know, he's in a better place. But Chris Benoit took it so severely hard. I could understand his depression, but depression to kill? I don't, you know, I did this in process. I mean, something was like, yeah, because if you're depressed, like, yeah, you have suicidal thoughts, but you don't have thoughts like, you know, I'm going to kill you, you know, or maybe or maybe it does. Maybe, you know, maybe I could be wrong on this. I don't know how depression works. But I do know it's like if I'm depressed, I know that it's like, well, I just wanna, you know, you know, commit suicide because I mean there is no hope. You know, there is no, you know, next day. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. So that's what I'm thinking about depression and suicide, but not to like murder everybody just because like, hey, you know, why are we gonna murder somebody just because they're having it better than me? Or maybe that's the case, but at this case it was his family. That's why I'm kind of, like, stating that, hey, you know what, it's, uh, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, ever since then, WWE has not been the same since, you know, since 2000, uh, after 2007, it has not been the same. And it basically changed everything from there. They did the reformat in 2009, the, you know, the, yeah, the wellness policy, the concussions, the... You know the talent. You know being sent to developmental. The huge contract signings of Ronda Rousey and everything else. Becky Lynch becoming a man. You know, I mean that's the that's the weirdest thing. Like I can't process that. You know, like the whole yeah, Becky no, no. Lynch deal. Yeah. Yeah, and then
1: also like the, the talent. They the, they were couldn't no longer use steroids either. Like Triple H, particular.
0: I know, like, we saw Triple H all jacked in '07, and then, like, 2008, 2009, he was just, like, fat. Yeah, like, what happened there? Yeah, but he has to keep in shape, though, or else he'll lose all that, you know, he'll lose the muscle, you know, and everything, but that's why he has to, you know, keep in shape, but other yeah. than that, like, it's, you know, it, it, like, really, it's just, like, right now, I think, you know, we are close to the end times, but what i am talking about is like the end times for like the wwe i'm i'm really talking about that because like i don't know what they're going to do going forward you know it, you know they, they do want to sign talent but yet they can't uh yeah they can't deliver and then of course when they do that they're like oh well they just get lost in the shuffle and
1: apparently- Send talent from NXT to the main shows, whether it's Raw, SmackDown.
0: Mm-hmm. They basically gave them a, a, about sixty days or so. Oh, the no compete clause.
1: No, no, to 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 showcase how well they can do, how well they can handle, or how well they can do in the ring. And if they don't connect, then they either send them home, and they'll, and they'll just release them. But it's weird because, um, why would they, why would they do something like that once again? I don't know. Because because what it is, it's a lack of creativity, the lack of writing for that person. And this is,
0: and this is the reason why that many of these, these talents, they have, they have like a, basically like a identity crisis because the whole sh- because the shows have also have a identity crisis they don't know what to be no and 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 you're saying this like going back like the last uh time that uh, WWE was like tops was 2014 that was like the last like wrestlemania 30 was just fantastic was just wonderful and after that like WWE has not recovered since 2014 And they've just been
1: producing bad shows after bad shows.
0: They have, and and it's... and and
1: Even pay-per-views, too. And then we already know who's going to win. It's very unpredictable nowadays. We already know who's going to lose, who's going to win, who's going to win the title, who's going to lose the title. Yeah.
0: I know that's and that's really like uh it, it's just it's just a clusterfuck at this moment I, I mean at at this at this time for wwe like yeah you're saying that they the identity crisis they don't know what to be anymore like attitude era of course it just said it right there at, you know the, it was attitude they'll you know wrestling with attitude and then you had the ruthless aggression era was like, yeah, we're not going to take no bullshit, you know, and everything. And then after that, the modern era, which technically, yeah, it's it's just crap. But anyway, um, thank you so much, Richard, for that. You know, and this has been the state of the WWE. Any final thoughts before we sign off?
1: Um, that's about
0: it. Yeah, that's about it. All righty. Yeah. Well, this has been the Life and Essay Podcast. May be sure to tune in every Friday for a brand new episode of the Life and Essay Podcast. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, the Life and Essay Podcast Comics Corner, where I talk about comics and current uh, state of comics and uh, movie and the pop culture that uh, the pop culture impact that comics has had so be sure to check out comics corner every sunday night and once again uh this is a brand new special thanksgiving episode the state of the wwe and as always we are signing off and to our german listeners have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow and we are out